Welcome to The Light of the World, and this is Jerry G. Martin. Today I'm going to share a familiar story from the book of John, and this is about the woman at the well. Like many of us, she had issues to deal with. We're going to look at who is this lady that Jesus Christ went out of his way to come and meet her and change her life. He did that for her, and he will do the same thing for you. You may be dealing with some major problems in your life. You may have gone through a divorce. You may have lost your spouse. Your children may be rebellious and you can't control them. Whatever your issues are, this message is for you. Why don't you join us today as we listen to this story about this woman and all of the things that she brought with her to the well. Now come and go with us as we continue to walk in the light of God's Word. Just then his disciples returned and were surprised to find him talking with a woman. But no one asked, what do you want? Or why are you talking to her? Then leaving her water jar, the woman went back to the town and said to the people, come see a man who told me everything I ever did. Could this be the Christ? And they came out of the town and made their way toward him. Meanwhile, his disciples urged him, Rabbi, eat something. But he said to them, I have food to eat that you know nothing about. Then his disciples said to each other, could someone have brought him some food? Jesus said, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. Do not say four more months and then the harvest. I tell you, open your eyes, look at the fields. The fields are ripe for harvest. Many of the Samaritans from that town believed in him because of the woman's testimony. He told me everything I ever did. And so when the Samaritans came to him, they urged him to stay with them. And he stayed two days. And because of his words, many more became believers. They said to the woman, we no longer believe just because of what you said. Now we have heard for ourselves and we know that this man is really the savior of the world. This woman was going to get water. She did not realize that Jesus had set her up. Jesus told his disciples, I need to go through Samaria. Now, unless you have an understanding of the culture and of that time, The Jews hated and despised the Samaritan people so much that they would rather take the long way around than to go through that territory of Samaria. They said, we don't even want to go to that place. They would rather avoid Samaria altogether. But Jesus says, I need to go to Samaria. He knew in his mind that he had an assignment to meet this woman. So he was there at the time and he knew exactly when she was coming and he sent the disciples on the way so there wouldn't be no distraction for when this woman came. There are many lessons we can learn from this text. This passage is often preached with the emphasis on what Jesus is saying to the woman. But I want to look more closely at this woman 
because I believe many of us will identify and will have had some experiences just like this woman had experienced. So who is that lady? What do we know about her? We know she was from this Samaritan town. We know she was a Samaritan. We know that she was at the well on a routine basis to fulfill a necessity. As a Samaritan, she is a mixed breed. That's why the Jews did not like them. The Samaritans were mixed with the Assyrians hundreds of years earlier when they were occupied by the Assyrians and they started breeding with them and having sex with them and having children. So now they are a mixed breed and the Jews didn't like that. We know that she had five husbands. We know that when Jesus met her, she had no husband, but she did have a man. Was she shacking? We also know that she knew about worship because she talked to Jesus about worshiping in this place. She knew about God. She knew about the Messiah. We also know that her interaction with Jesus changed her life. But this is what I wished I knew about that lady. We know what we know about her, but this is what I wish we knew about her. What was on her mind that day as she made her way toward that well? What was on her mind? What was she thinking about? She planned to go in the heat of the day at noon when most of the women would go earlier in the morning when it was cooler or later in the evening when it was cooler. Did she go in the middle of the day so she didn't have to interact with the other women who would look at her and criticize her and gossip about her? Did you see her? There she is again. Everybody in that little small town knew this woman. They knew her. They knew she'd been married five times. They knew she'd stand with somebody that ain't her husband. Have you ever been in a situation and you know other folk talking about you? They're gossiping about you. Anybody ever gossip about you? And Whether they were right or wrong, they're still talking about you. Have you done things that you're not proud of, that other people know you did it, and you know they're talking about you, even when they're not saying anything? Some people don't want to come to church anymore because folks are talking about me. You done told everybody your business with your marriage. I'm going to leave that man. This is what he did to me, and this is what he did. This is where he did it. This is how he did it. I'm leaving that man. Did you leave him? A few months later, y'all back together again. Now you don't want to come back to church because everybody knows your business. This woman had five husbands. Think about it. How old was she when she first got married? Was she 13 like a lot of the girls back in those days? And somebody arranged for her to get married? It wasn't her own choice. And they said... Go with this man. He's your husband. Five of them. Some of us can't handle one. Now, did all five of her husbands die? If so, 
Look at the grief and the loss that she had to deal with if all five of her husbands passed away. Five funerals, five times of mourning and grief and despair that she had to deal with. Even worse, was she divorced five times. She couldn't initiate a, a, a divorce in that culture. The men had to initiate the divorce. The women couldn't do that. So the man had to put her away and divorce her. So what was it about her that every time she'd get a husband, he would get rid of her? Was she unattractive? Probably not, else she probably wouldn't have got five of them. (laughs) Or maybe she was easy. Who is that lady? Five husbands? One, two, three, four, five, and how long did she stay married to any of them? Did she have any children with these marriages? Or maybe she couldn't have children, that's why they didn't want her. We always are introduced to her at the well, but we don't know what she's been through. And the well today is the church. And sometimes we're just introduced to you at the church, but we don't know what you've been through. We don't know the disappointment that's happened in your life. We don't know the things that you call failures in your life, your failed relationships, your failed marriages, your failed working with your family. Sometimes your family situation is just toxic and abusive. We don't know what you went through. We don't know what you've gone through before we see you here when you're trying to just smile and make it through the day. Some of you and many of us will come to church just like these women go to work, going to the well. We're just coming to church. It's Sunday. I guess I go to church. But your mind is not on, well, when I get there, it's going to be such a wonderful time of rejoicing and praising and, and being refueled with the things of God. I can't wait to get to church. I'm excited. No, it's not that. It's just that it's Sunday. Let me go to church. But on your mind is all the issues you got and all the things that are going with you, are going on in your mind and in your emotion and in your heart, your hurt, your pain, your disappointment. You bring it right here to church. And you take it back home with you. You just came to church. I went to the gas station this morning. I wasn't thinking, oh, I'm so glad to get some gas this morning. Hallelujah. I can't wait to... No, I just got gas, got back into my car, and I forgot about it. And a lot of people come to church just like that. I just came to church, and and I know it's going to be some some praise and worship, so I ain't going to get there. Uh, I'm going to try to get there after the singing get going, because all they're doing is singing. And then I hope the pastor don't preach too long, because I got somewhere to go after I leave there. So it's just like coming to the water. I just need to go to church, because I can, you know, if I don't, I feel bad. But you ain't looking for the man sitting at the well. But Jesus is here. Waiting to interact with somebody. And you come one time, two times, three times, and you leave just like you came. And that woman was just coming. She wasn't expecting anything but water. Another day. I don't know how that man she now is living with is treating her. 
And whether she's thinking, you know, if I had somewhere else to go, I'd just keep going from this well and not even go back home. I don't know if she's thinking, well, I can't keep a husband, so I got a piece of man. At least I got somebody. But Jesus was thinking about her even before she took off from home to go to the well. He was on her mind. And he was thinking about you even before you got up this morning because he knew you were going to be here today. With your hurt and your pain and your covering up all the things that you've covered up just so you can sustain your life and keep making it and want to keep smiling so that everybody else think it's all good. Not only who's that lady, who's that member? (laughs) Who are you that are sitting here today going through the same thing over and over again? This is Jerry G. Martin, and thank you again for listening to our broadcast as we have brought you a message called, Who's That Lady? There are a lot of ladies and men who are listening to me right now who have gone through some tremendous challenges in their life. You've gone through relational issues, health issues, financial issues. You've gone through all kinds of things that have caused you to be discouraged or distracted or sometimes even defeated. But it was Jesus Christ who told this woman at the well, if you would ask me, I have something for you that you will never thirst again. I have the living water and Jesus Christ is offering living water to each and every one of us. If you would like to hear today's message again in its entirety, go to our podcast at The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. Again, that's The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. Or you can go to our website at lowcf.org. Again, that's lowcf.org. I want to give you a special invitation this month to be our guest at The Light of the World. Come and see what God is doing. I like what Jesus Christ said. If you would believe on me, you will see the glory of God. The glory of God is moving and is available for you. Come meet us every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. at 16161 Old Humble Road. If you're in Atascacita or Summerwood, Northeast Houston or North Houston, you're in our neighborhood every Sunday at 10 a.m. And then don't forget about the Beacon Bookstore right here on our campus. Call The Beacon for Sunday School Books, Material, or Communion Supplies, 281-441-2885. Again, that's 281-441-2885. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, May the Lord our God richly bless you, and we'll be with you again next time.